Welcome back to the Black Sheep and Broomsticks podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Izzy. And today we're going to get into the topic of spiritual bypassing. So we'll kind of talk through what we mean by spiritual bypassing, why it's a huge pet peeve of both of ours. We'll probably end up talking about Christianity here here and again. (laughs) And then we'll kind of wrap it up by revisiting our conspiracy theory, um, sort of. That's what we're we're loosely calling it, but this idea that there's like a spirit... Uh, behind authoritarianism in the world. I mean, I am a thousand percent convinced that it's a thing. Like, I don't I think too. I don't think that there's anything that you could tell me that would like convince me otherwise at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily the quote unquote capital G God that like mm-hmm. is from Christianity. I don't know if that's necessarily what it is, but it's something like. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely is. I totally agree. Um, But before we jump in, quick merch plug. Um, We will have everything linked down below, but we do have quite a few different merch options and a bunch of different colors. Um, Everything is super cozy and comfy. And so if you want to support us and the podcast, please definitely check that out. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, we mentioned this in the at the end of the last episode, but maybe we should start mentioning in the beginning, too. If you enjoy the podcast and if you're listening on like Apple or Spotify, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a five star review Um, and also, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like subscribe and like and comment and do all the YouTube things. Yes. Um, it really helps us out. So <laughs> it really, really does. Me and Izzy are like, hey, we want to do this like full term. We want to yes. have a Patreon. We want to expand the podcast and what we have to offer. So yeah, definitely Absolutely. if you want more, please help boost our engagement on YouTube and Absolutely. the other podcast places. Let's start. Izzy, by both of us yeah. defining what we mean by spiritual bypassing, um, which I know is not a slide we had, so I am kind of putting you on putting you on yeah, the yeah, spot no. here. But if you want to start with that, and then I can go ahead. But yeah, I think spiritual bypassing it really just boils down to trying to avoid bad things, or not even necessarily bad things, but just like things that don't make you feel great so Mm -hmm. like anything that you know and you see this a lot um i mean we talked about this in the episode um called black sheep come home where we were talking about being the black sheep of the family different family dynamics and stuff you can see this a lot with like enabling spouses who are enabling their partners they're going to a lot of times christianity is somehow involved there and so they're using their beliefs their spiritual beliefs um specifically to kind of excuse their behavior so a good example of this would be like somebody goes off the rails does something really terrible and then they're just like okay well i'm i prayed for forgiveness and so everything is fine and so then everyone else around them is just expected to bypass all of the emotional shit and turmoil that they put them through and just be like okay it's fine (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think that's a good uh I, I don't know. That's a good way to sum up my view of it. So Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's anytime we tell ourselves like very convenient little stories as to why the things we're doing or experiencing aren't really that big of a deal. Um, and it's also, I think, a really good example of this that is pretty common on the internet amongst like the spiritual spheres of people um, is the idea of like what we consider like 
positive vibes only or like love right. and light spirituality. Uh, a really good example of this, and I'll keep it vague uh, because I don't, I really like this creator and uh, we're not, we're not about drama here, but <laughs> I was watching one of my favorite astrologers a couple of days ago and she mentioned how um, throughout the rest of the year, things are really ramping up astrologically. So just keep all your thoughts really high vibe, just stay really high vibe. And she gave the personal example. She's like, I don't watch the news anymore because that lowers my vibration. And so I just don't, I just don't interact with anything that is low vibe and, and that really yeah. helps me live a high vibe life. And I totally get that because like, I'm not going to be the first person to be like, hey, no, you have to absorb everything in the news and you right. have to watch everything. Like, that's, you know, we all have to make our own judgment calls about how much is too much when it comes to consuming outside information. But just this idea that you're going to insulate yourself right. in, a little, in a little bubble and you never watch anything that makes you feel any type of way. Right. That's what spiritual bypassing is for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, Absolutely. It's also just like making excuses, like your example, like making excuses for like bad things that people do that you see that a lot in like organized religion, especially, but yeah. then even just making or convincing yourself that you need to ignore things that happen around you because that's low vibe or like, you can't do right. that. Like you can't handle that. Like, yeah, I don't know to me and we can get into this, but to me, the goal of a spiritual practice is to be able to handle the bad stuff not feeling like you have to avoid the bad stuff right yeah absolutely i totally agree um and it's funny that you bring that up because i don't know i feel like i heard that so much growing up uh for anyone who's new listening i grew up fundamentalist christian and going through multiple different kinds of um uh, denominations and types of churches and all of that. I've probably been to every kind of church except for Catholic. <laughs> um, and I got the Catholic bases covered. Right. So we're we're yes. fully covered on the yes. podcast here. <laughs> yes. Um, got our bases covered. But mm -hmm. I feel like I heard that a lot throughout different church denominations and settings of like, oh, God isn't here to make your life easier. You know, you're still going to have difficulties and all of that. But you know, he will help you get through it. But when push comes to shove, though, people don't, at least from my experience of it, and from the people that I was surrounded by, I can't speak for everyone, obviously. But um, when push comes to shove, that's not the actual way that they live their lives. You know, it's, yeah. it's more of just like, oh, you know, yeah, I do bad things, but everybody sins, you know, so there's, there's no point in trying to become a better person or, you know, and that's me taking it to an extreme though. That's like a hyperbole there. It's like, if, if your whole like religious and spiritual beliefs hinge upon the idea that all of humanity is evil and terrible, then that just opens so many doors for it so many excuses for everything yeah. you know mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't know it, in case th there's that's anyone, a whole other thing <laughs> yeah in case there's anyone listening that thinks but christians don't think that humanity is evil some some branches do um yeah. some sects of christianity definitely do not it goes beyond just original sin in fact if you want proof of this go check out the channel ellie uh ali beth stuckey uh, don't do it if you don't want to get mad, like if you're a witch and you, you know, but she <laughs> talks all the time about how, no, you are broken. Like that, I think that was the title of a book that she has. In fact, let me Google this because. What is this chick's name? 
Allie, A-L-L-I-E, and then Beth Stuckey. Is she, so she's like a Christian creator? She's a Christian YouTuber slash um, like news commentator. I think she was on like Fox News at some point. It's called, her book is called You're Not Enough and That's Okay. And it's the whole point of I've seen this girl. I've seen her. Yeah. The point of this book is supposed to be like anti self-help or like anti like the for some reason she has a really big problem with people. The the sort of modern movement around saying like you're enough as a person, like you're deserving of love as a person and you as you are is enough. Like she had a real problem with that. She's like, no. We need Jesus. Okay. All yeah. right. Calm down. I um, just love how like one of the one of the first videos on her channel is titled No, Jesus didn't die for your student loans. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Is anyone saying that he did? <laughs> I want to watch that. I'm going to no. watch that video tonight. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. So yes. Yeah, I feel like that, that's a really good way of defining spiritual bypassing. It's like two-pronged. It's like where you give excuses for bad things that you've done because you make up a little story or in your head. Or for other people. Or too. for other people that, oh, it wasn't that bad. It's it, You see a lot of it. I'm forgetting the term, but it's like like jumping through hoops or like doing, oh God, it's going like to jump. on eggshells. That's definitely something I, I had written down, but like the, um, oh, mental gymnastics. That's the thing okay, I was going to yeah. compare it to of like when something doesn't logically line up with what you believe, we call it like mental gymnastics when you like take different pieces and try and fit them together when they don't actually fit. Oh, it, like experiencing like cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Kind of, yes, but then yes, not yes, being yes. able to, not mm -hmm. being able to process it. So then you're just yes. like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So yeah, like spiritual bypassing is like you can't handle you can't handle the truth. Great quote. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. So you make up a pretty little story in your head as to why the truth isn't the truth. Right. And or you're very uncomfortable by the reality around you. So you just isolate yourself and ignore it all. Yeah. Um so I think I think that's a really good way to define it. And I think it takes a lot of different forms. And also I should mention we're all guilty of it at some point. Like I am hardly the first person to every time a shadow comes up, I'm like, oh, let me let me grab my tarot cards and figure this out. Like, no, right. very often I'm like, mm, I'll deal with that later. And then I don't. And so it compounds until I can't ignore it anymore. Right. Like, it's very human to do it. I'm just mostly concerned about spiritual bypassing when that becomes the teaching. When like right. the teaching is, hey, guys, just high vibes only. That's yeah. where I'm like, nah, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's good advice for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I think, I don't know, I think it is kind of unrealistic to expect ourselves to always be able to handle everything and in this very like, I don't know, like nihilistic, shadowy fashion of like, right. oh yeah, this terrible thing happened or I did a bad thing and that just makes me a bad person and blah, 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 blah. Like there's nuance to all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, okay. So the first like subtopic we had after identifying what spiritual bypassing is, is kind of covering why it's a flawed method of teaching spirituality or like more specifically why the positive vibes only flavor of spirituality is not helpful. And the first thing that I had written down is that you end up living a life where you're constantly walking on eggshells or like you're scared of what's around every corner because yeah. instead of 
seeing things that are in front of you and confronting them and learning from them because that's the other thing is that if you're seeing something it's because it's for a reason like right. you know there's something you're supposed to be learning from this um and if you don't confront that i mean you're just constantly like oh god you know i can't right. what if i oh, what if you what if you're a positive vibes only person and you open youtube and there's like a horrible news story that first yeah. thing you see you you freak out like oh god can't get off the app like it doesn't have right. to be like that i prefer yeah. to not be scared if at all possible of life yeah <laughs> yeah for sure that totally i mean it's not exactly the same thing but it really just is reminiscent to me of the way that my family treated any kind of media that was not inherently christian you know like if it didn't have something to do with god then it was like really just terrible yes. and especially oh my god don't get me started on harry potter oh like, yes oh yes i was a huge <laughs> harry potter fan i actually have a harry potter tattoo it's super cringy one a millennial really? yes i have the deathly hollows on my ribs of course i do of course i do <laughs> um but yeah luckily very luckily i escaped that whole thing of like you're not allowed to watch it i think if have it if if my parents had it to do over i think they would have prevented me from, from watching and reading harry potter but at the yeah. time they were all into it like my dad like would read really? the harry potter books yeah i know isn't that weird wow. i think See, it's because i was an early adopter of harry potter and the rhetoric the christian rhetoric around it being evil wasn't until a couple years after it had become popular oh. and i think if i if it would have reversed i think my parents would have jumped on that bad bandwagon yeah um yeah, and i say sure. that because i bought my niece my niece is super into harry potter also and i bought her like a little harry potter necklace mm -hmm. and and I like I told my family about it and my dad was like you should get her a Christian gift instead and I was like oh first of all you don't know me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but also I was like oh boy like I bet if I was a kid in today's world they would not have allowed me to watch Harry Potter yeah that's crazy it's funny to see how things evolve change. and like warp and change but yeah I remember I and this was when I was like I mean, I was a young teenager, but I was a teenager. I, I had to be at least like 14. I remember my friend gave me like the first Harry Potter book because I was like, I've never read it. And she was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And I was like, I'm not allowed to. And she was like, here, put it under your bed. <laughs> and so like I started to read it, but then I don't even remember how, but apparently like my mom found it and then like threw it away. And I was like, that was my friend's book, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but whatever. So, oh dear God. Anyway, but yeah, that relates to spiritual bypassing because it's this consistent theme. It's actually very interesting that you're talking about it from a Christian lens, where I was talking about it from like a love and light spirituality lens because we've already kind of identified how the sort of 5D ascension crew right. is very Christian in nature. So, this is like yet another proof points i guess to our crazy conspiracy theory mm -hmm. that christianity and the new age are kind of linked to each other because yeah, yeah i mean that this is the christian version like the harry potter situation is like the christian version of like high vibes only right like right. if the media you're consuming isn't pure then mm -hmm. oh dear god like it's it's this inability to cope with your environment and yeah. Like you're totally, it's totally your prerogative to not want to watch stuff. Like my mom hates violent movies and like, that's yeah. totally fine. I'm not saying you have to watch everything, but right. it's this like moral panic over stuff that you find 
low vibe or evil mm-hmm. or not Christian, like whatever yeah. like label you want to slap on it. It's yeah. that part that's weird to me. Like yeah. it'll they'll take it a step farther. It's not just enough for them to be like, oh, that's not my cup of tea. It's like that's evil and that's right. bad. And the implication is is that if you love that thing, that you're evil, evil. you're bad. And it's like, yeah. why why does it have to be all that? And also you're an adult. Like, can't you right. just hope with your environment and understand that, yep, bad things happen because humanity mm-hmm. is flawed and it doesn't have to be this, like, moral, like, pearl-clutching cl- yeah. outrage. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's like a superiority thing as yeah. well, I think, honestly, because it does. It gives them, like, like, the moral high ground in the situation and, like, I don't know, a big thing that was um thrown around in my family was always like if basically there was somebody who just like had supposedly which i don't even believe this but supposedly had never even tasted alcohol oh and so whenever anybody would get into it with them they would just bring that up and be like listen i love god i have never touched alcohol in my life and i'm just like Okay, Girl. but you're still first of all, I'm sorry. Like, like your guy turned water into wine. Exactly. So I kind and of you know what like... thing you know what was always said to, this is so off the point, but that shit pisses me off. Because, I know it's stupid. Like, you know what was always said to me when I asked about that? Because even as a little kid, I was like, okay, something's not adding up. Yeah. And I asked about it, and they were like, it was grape juice, actually. Mm, no, like, it was not. It says wine. So is the word of God true or not? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good that's a good comeback. I mean, the reality is, is that it, it wasn't written in English. And I feel like that's also right. not discussed <laughs> not enough. Like right. the word of God, like there's a lot of translation errors, let's be honest with ourselves. Right. Um, but yeah, the Catholics love wine. So that was never a problem for me. I mean, the Catholics yeah. love wine so much they hand it out every week. <laughs> right. Yeah. A couple of things that I wrote down in so far as like what's the problem with this what is the problem with spiritual bypassing why is it such a big deal because like i said it's not something that we're going to be able to avoid at all times at all costs like it is going to happen sometimes where we just have to not necessarily ignore things but like compartmentalize and like put it on the back burner until later and it becomes a problem though when you just keep the back burner is like overflowing that's when it becomes a problem Mm -hmm. um but what I wrote here is just like shadows don't just go away if we ignore them. Weeds will grow thick wherever the gardener refuses to go because mm. it's just like it It literally like in my personal experience, that's literally what happens because when I look back and I was actually, I don't know, I was having a conversation with my husband last night because I'm considering going back to school. Well, I'm pretty sure I am going to go back to school um and like finally finishing my bachelor's degree and i was just like like reminiscing or lamenting or whatever you want to however you want to say it about the fact that like oh it's gonna be so much easier now because like my mental health is under control like i actually have systems in place for like my adhd that was undiagnosed before and so it's gonna be like a different experience and i keep having to like tell myself that because when i look back and I look at my experience in school, it was always this like tumultuous event for me. And it was so dramatic and like emotional for like no reason. And I would go through periods of like hyper focus and then like 
not focus at all. <laughs> it was just, it yeah. was, I was completely on, not to mention just crippling depression at the time too. So anyway, saying that to say, I was having a conversation with my husband last night about how, you know, it's going to be different this time around. And it's something that, you know, it's going to be good in the long run and all of that. And he just made the point of like, you know, yeah, I'm not sitting here thinking like, oh, you know, Izzy's just like sad all of the time and that's terrible and I wish I could help her and like mm -hmm. all of that. And I like my heart just broke in that moment because like I said, I, looking back, I know there was like mental health stuff involved, but a lot of it too was that I was always taught to just ignore the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was never taught to deal with it until I went to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like that is probably a big reason why a lot of churches and just organized religions in general don't like therapy or like psychology, yes. or like yes. any of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, absolutely. First of all, that's such a heart wrenching story. Like, oh my God. <laughs> But also, I love how connected your husband is to you and like that he paid attention to that. Do you know what I mean? Like that's already yeah. a huge hurdle not to be like, you know, controversial, but already a huge right. hurdle for for men, frankly, yeah. um, is just noticing when something isn't right and like th like thinking about that. So yeah. that's, a, that's a beautiful story. Um, <laughs> and you guys have a really sweet relationship. But oh, thank you. yeah, he's I mean, a beautiful man. So. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that is an excellent point that you make of, first of all, organized religions, but just beyond that, like systems of groupthink, systems of authoritarianism are not going to like the concept of therapy and yeah. not just therapy in general as a concept, but like real, deep, like honest therapy, right. because that's, I mean, that's a whole separate conversation, but there yeah. are <laughs> branches and parts of, of what we call therapy that are kind of, I mean, they're just, it's BS. And that yeah. was always my experience in therapy is being handed worksheets that never mm -hmm. helped me. Um, yeah, that sucks. But, but you're totally right. Like the idea of thinking about your emotions in a really real way and like having to explain it to somebody else usually ends up, if you're honest with yourself if you're willing mm -hmm. to go there it does end up exposing a lot of things that you need to address right um the other thing that i was thinking of when you were talking about that is the generational gap when it comes to yeah. like being emotional or talking about your feelings um i'm so fascinated by this because on one hand the older generations on paper didn't seem to have as many what we would call mental health problems and there's definitely, you can, and I'm not just talking about diagnosed stuff, I'm talking about like, you can sense it in the collective of like, our generation is really struggling mentally. So there is something to that. And on the other hand, but on the other hand, we all know, we all know a boomer with a really big issue that is just completely ignoring. <laughs> oh, yeah. like that's almost the hallmarker of their generation, in all honesty, yeah. is just lacking self-awareness um, yeah. and expecting the world to conform to their wishes. And yeah. I think... Well, beyond the fact that we now have technology, which I do think is kind of messing with our brains, it's almost yeah. like self-awareness and spiritual bypassing are like on this scale. And once you tip the scale a little bit, then all everything comes flying through where yeah. if you're so committed to spiritual bypassing that you've almost like you're almost a little bit delusional about yourself yeah. 
then you can kind of be okay. Now I would say it's not genuinely okay. You're not being authentic, but you can convince yourself that you're okay. But once you start to pay attention to your shadows, then there's no holds bar. You just can't ignore it anymore at that point. And everything comes flying at you. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I really like that analogy of like the scales because that's really what it is. And I feel like, I don't know, I've brought this up a few times, but like I keep getting that visual in the message of like something about like the polarities shifting and like something's happening. And I think that is a big part of it. I think too, um, I don't know, this is like really, I don't know, this is very sad, but I saw this post, this was, this was a very long time ago. At le- It was at least like three or four years ago probably, but I saw this post a long time ago um, by a family member. I won't name names, but it was a family member who is like, they sell essential oils and tea mm-hmm. and MLM. Yep. Yep. Um, and they made a post talking about their products that they sell and how it um, is a natural cure for autism. Oh God. And then somehow in the comments, it got off on this big thing about like vaccines causing autism and all of that. And then this lady, she gets on there and she goes, well, nobody was autistic until vaccines appeared. Girl. And I was like, look at like the, just in the US alone, like the terrible, horrendous history that mental health institutions have. Yes. Like I would be willing to bet a lot of those people who were shoved in there, bless their souls, I would be willing to bet a lot of those people were just very like struggling. Like if they were either autistic or they mm-hmm. had like oh, yeah. Down syndrome or like something like that. Like they were shoved away to the corners of, to the nooks and crannies of society to where like people didn't have to see them or deal with them. And so then they were like, oh, it doesn't exist. That that wasn't real before. Yeah. But then now- the, the answer to, oh, no one was autistic back then is, yeah, they were killed. That, they were put yeah. to death. They were thrown in jail. They were executed. They were killed at birth in some right. cases. Like So- uh, If they were like know. deformed in some mm-hmm. way or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I noticed also the cross-section, it's kind of like a multi-pronged cross-section between Christianity- MLMs and then also spiritual bypassing or pretend or just not even spiritual bypassing, just like pretending that reality doesn't exist. I feel like. Right. Yeah. Just being delusional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like someone to study why that happens. Why a lot of Christian women end up in MLMs. I I, I really want an answer to that. I have speculation. I think it's either they're not encouraged to have normal careers. They're encouraged to have children and stay home. So it's a conducive side hustle for that um i also think aesthetically like mlms prey on people like it's just you oh, know, yeah. that's what they do and i think the aesthetic they have chosen to adopt sort of that like blonde hair or sort of country like all american tends to slot in really well with the natural christian aesthetic preference oh, so yeah. i think that's also why why we see that oh yeah anyway yeah. so off topic um <laughs> but no i'm really glad that you shared that story because i think that's a really good example it's not even just spiritual bypassing that's kind of just like reality bypassing right yeah. as well you know going back to talking about like the shadows and how they don't just go away if you don't do anything about them if you just try to ignore them 
like the thought process that, you know, there is something out there that just takes every bad thing away. Like, you know, mm -hmm. for instance, somebody dying on a cross or praying to some God or something that forgives you and then makes it okay. Like whatever it is, these things, this, these thought processes only work in a perfect world. Yes. In which we do not live. Mm -hmm. And so therefore they are false. Like it mm -hmm. just, it's just false. And I feel like anybody who tries to say otherwise or like tries to say that like, oh, like I have it figured out in order to like cleanse you of your sins and impurities. This is all that you need to do. Boom, bada, bang. Like they're yep. just trying to sell you something like literally. There's not a one size fits all solution to, to redemption. Like it's not right. going to look the same for everyone. And I've always, I thought confession was like the easiest way out of your problems. Like, first of all, because having a priest say, oh yeah, just say 10 Hail Marys and you're good to go. Like, I'm sorry. You don't need, you is don't that what they did? Oh yeah. Yeah. You sit in a room you, as a, as a small female child, you sit in a room, a dark closed off room with a grown man. Oh my yeah. God. At an organization that is not exactly known for having the best people on staff, you know? But anyway, yeah, that's the process. You sit in a closed room with a guy you don't really know and you tell him all the bad things you've done. Um, and you can imagine how that's been abused by some predators within the Catholic Church. But anyway, yeah, you tell him all the bad stuff you did and he gives you a couple prayers to say. And then you say the prayers and then apparently that makes you a perfectly good person. Doesn't matter if you apologize for what you did. Doesn't matter if you make amends for what you did. None of that matters. Jesus doesn't so, care about any of that. Uh, you're good to go now. So it's like they would give you specific prayers to pray. And then that, like, th it was kind of like a prescription for whatever. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. And it was a, it was a lazily given prescription in my experience. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. like the priest would get in like a trance and be like, okay, Jesus said, you must say <laughs> it was mostly just, he was like, yeah, it's 10 hilarious. It was like, that's yeah. whatever came to him, the top of his head. And it was just a random yeah. number and a random prayer. Um, yeah, it was just I was I was always like, this is stupid. Also, I lied every single time because I'm not telling you I don't know you. I'm not telling you what I what I think in my head. Yeah. And yeah. that's where also I mean, you get into thought policing, which I think we talked about in the last topic here yeah. also of like, why do you need to know the thoughts that I'm thinking? Right. Weird. I mean, we could talk about all day about how Christianity doesn't make any sense. But if you're God and I'm going to leave Jesus out of this because I don't think he has anything to do with it. But if you're God will condemn people because they happen to be born in a part of the world that doesn't worship him, but he'll forgive people that do horrible things so long as they say 10 Hail Marys. I'm sorry. Right. In what world is that a loving, just God? That's an asshole. Yeah. That's an asshole. Yep. Yep. That's been like my standpoint since I like decided to leave the church. Like it's just, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So I believe that shadows are like our karmic lessons. And this means that like, it's our responsibility to like, uncover these shadows and heal these shadows, integrate these shadows. Um, and whatever we refuse to learn, whatever we refuse to integrate in this life is just going to follow us in the next life. Because I do firmly believe in reincarnation, like a thousand percent. Um, and you know, again, from my personal viewpoint, I do believe in the Hindu, like the Hindu view of reincarnation and the like 
cycle of reincarnation is called samsara. And the goal of this is not necessarily to like reach enlightenment just because it's, it's to even out your personal scales so that you can just, when you die, you know, hopefully one day when you die, you'll just rejoin source, whatever you, you know, whatever you conceptualize that to be, whether God in heaven, whatever, like it's not, it's not just about like, oh, I'm going to be a good person today because I was a bad person yesterday. It's right. like, it, it's a big, it's a thing. I totally agree. And I think that's a really great way of describing it. Um, it seems like, I mean, the goal of getting to a place where you are high vibes only, like you are in this high frequency, that's a noble goal. The issue is, is that you can't, cheat your way there like there's no like that's i think that's where it's when we see it in the new age i think it's mostly like i hate to say it this way but i think it's mostly just like white people that didn't understand buddhism and they're trying to they're trying you know what i mean though like yes yes always it's always like a blonde woman with a green smoothie on the beaches in Hawaii who's like, I'm high vibes only. Like I just yes. also even even the people that do are well intended and are not like just the most ridiculous caricatures of cultural appropriation. But like people who genuinely like mean well in the new age mm-hmm. also fall into this. It's like yeah. from my understanding and a way that feels more authentic, feels more in alignment for me is that the ultimate goal of enlightenment is not to ignore all the things that don't make you feel enlightened. Rather, the goal is to get yourself to a place where no matter what is in front of you, you're in a, a state of high vibrations. Yep. And again, that doesn't mean that when something awful is in front of you, you're ignoring it or you're pretending it's not there or you're, yep. you know, it's it means that you're unshakable, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. or even like again, you're going to feel empathy unless you're a psychopath, but like when someone is suffering, you will feel that empathy, but there's this overarching sense of love and humanity that is apparently, I'm not enlightened, spoiler alert, (laughs) Um, but there's supposed to be, once you get yourself there, if you get yourself there, it's supposed to be this sense of overwhelming love and, and empathy at the same time, but that you're not wallowing in the misery you're able to transcend that you're able to see the greater humanity and love in the world absolutely Um, and it's not it's not something you force it happens through practice through meditation through repetition through confronting your shit yeah absolutely and i love that you use the word transcend because that's the exact word that i was going to say it's like it is about transcendence and the the definition, like the meaning of transcendence in a spiritual sense, at least, is not about like just skipping a step and like having some like cosmic cheat code yeah. to become enlightened. It's it's about growing through it, like literally growing through it and expanding in all directions, mm-hmm. even in the directions that you don't necessarily want to go sometimes, but expanding in all directions. And yeah, I'm actually in this... Um, I I need to get off Facebook. I don't even do anything on Facebook, but sometimes I'll just like be scrolling and I find this like recommended group and I'm like, that's interesting. I wonder what dramatic Mm -hmm. things are going on in there. And it was like this group about like 
kundalini awakening. It's like every other post is like, how do I become awakened so that I can manifest money and like things like that. And somebody else had made a post um, like after a series of those posts and was basically like, I can't believe that this is a group about Kundalini awakening and you guys are just absorbed by your egos and blah, 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 blah. Right, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause right. feeding your family, you know, you'll just be able, you'll, you'll be so awakened that you could be starving to death and watching your children starve to death right. and you'll be totally fine with that. I mean, come on. Right. Well, then that's the thing. Like multiple people were commenting on it and I was just sitting there, you know, eating my popcorn and watching it all happen. Um, multiple people were commenting on it and they, they were like, okay, well, ego is what can see ego. And ego is what tries to differentiate you from other people anyway. So, and that's the same exact thing with like, you know, I, I consider ego, ego work and working through like your ego death as people call it, like, and doing shadow work. They're very, very similar, if not the same thing in my mm -hmm. perspective. And so I, I think that's totally true for shadow work too. It's like, it, you can sit there and, and say all day, like, oh, this person over here is, you know, doing terrible things and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, what is it within you that is needing to see that for some reason? Or what is it within you that is needing to experience that, that action from somebody else? And I think it is kind of, we could even take it so far as to, um, to point it back to ourselves here. And we're like, we're talking about spiritual bypassing. Well, how do we spiritual bypass? <laughs> yeah. On the day to day. <laughs> Seriously though. And one thing I just want to mention before we go there, but like, I, I'm not trying to get rid of my ego anymore. Like when I first found the concept of spirituality, I was like, okay, like this is the goal, right? Your goal is to get to a place where you transcend the ego. That's not my goal anymore. That sounds, I'm sorry, that sounds so fucking boring. Why would mm -hmm. I want to experience, I came here to be me for this. Why would mm -hmm. I want to float through life not having any opinions, not having any concept of self, not having any preferences. What, 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 I don't want to do that. That sounds boring. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be like, for some people, that's a really enriching, you know, spiritual thing for them. And that's something they do strive for. It doesn't have to be the goal for all of us. Right. Um, I just, and also it's so unrealistic to even conceptualize of the fact that you'll even accomplish that in your lifetime. Like, yeah. chances are you won't so if your whole concept of self and spirituality hinges on your ability to not be influenced by your ego anymore you're in for a, a lifetime of disappointment because you're probably right. not going to get there yeah yeah this is like a right now thing for me that i've been like reevaluating because for a long time i did view it in that way of like i need to separate my my capital s self from the capital E ego. Mm -hmm. And um, I do still believe that to an extent, but I feel like my view of the why behind that has changed quite dramatically. Like I used to think of it kind of how you just described it. Like, okay, I'm going to separate myself, my capital S self from the ego and then just be a part of this oneness and unity with source and, and all of this beautiful amazingness you know and i definitely have experienced moments of that like if i'm doing a kundalini practice or something and you feel it rising and then you you get that moment of 
of bliss and and yeah that's the best way i can describe it bliss um but you like you said you can't live your life like that you know you right. can't just live your life in that state and i think that again anybody who tries to tell you otherwise is probably trying to sell you something sorry mm -hmm. to say it but they probably are yeah. in this day and age or they um, built a whole online persona around being that one that's enlightened or that person yep. this is the other thing like I wish more spiritual teachers, I wish A, as a population, we listened to flawed people as teachers and B, I wish teachers would be more honest about their experiences because oh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's just bullshit, frankly, that the, the people that are our spiritual teachers of the day are somehow, they've somehow transcended ego or in Teal Swan's right. case, she was born without an ego. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I bet. After That's watching the that dumbest time. shit I've ever heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've seen multiple <laughs> examples of your ego in that documentary. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: like, it doesn't have to be all that. Like, if you got some good stuff to share, go ahead. We'll right. listen. You know, I mean, we do have to be willing to listen. You don't have to be pure and perfect and have all right. the answers. Like, you can be a flawed person and you can yeah. talk about the reality of like, hey guys, I failed real bad this week and like let me use my yeah. failure as an example because that's a great way to teach people yeah absolutely i totally agree um i think i don't know i think a lot of what we're lacking in the spiritual community as a whole not just with like our leaders you know as you know who have like more influence so to speak like someone like teal swan or whatever but just like people in general that i've you know, that I watch on YouTube, for instance, like, I just feel like we're lacking a lot of vulnerability. Like a lot of it is so superficial. Mm -hmm. And to me, that feels in a way, like a kind of spiritual bypassing as well. Like if, I don't know, this is probably not necessarily spiritual bypassing, but it, no, <laughs> just I where my brain is. is going, like, if, I think it is, if you're like, just buying spiritual things to like, fill a void inside of yourself or like make yourself feel spiritual mm -hmm. but like you're not actually doing anything with it like i don't know that's yeah just, i totally agree or yeah. even you watch those videos on like we'll just stick with youtube as an example you watch a video and it makes you feel really really good in the moment it's someone talking yeah. about like just you know just transcend and love and light and high vibes only and but but they're really eloquent and they phrase it really well and it feels really good and then you stop watching the video and you what are you supposed anything. to do or yeah. even i mean not only do we not do anything we feel we like oh i watched the video i'm good now not only do we not do it but then you ask yourself what should i do and the person hasn't told you what to do right. they've just talked they've just said some words that sound nice together and yeah. that i kept getting frustrated i would watch a lot it was like a lot of teal swan a lot of like bentinho masaro i was like watching and i'm like i'm like i'm watching this a lot and i'm tr i'm trying but like they yeah. don't give you hey, do this, try that, think about things this way. And I think it's because if they did, uh, you wouldn't feel as good afterwards. Yeah. Like it's very difficult to take something as serious as struggling through the human condition and like putting a nice little love and light bow on it and then you're good to go. Like there's struggle, there's trial and error, there's repeating the same shadows over and over again, even though you thought you figured it out. Right. Um, and and the goal of bliss is 
lofty and most of us won't attain it in your lifetime and if you're so focused on attaining that goal you're just going to end up disappointing yourself which in and of itself yeah. is a shadow yeah absolutely yeah so where i was going initially when i brought up the whole like ego thing and like how my perspective on it has changed um i'm glad you brought up the bliss thing because that brought me back to it but i i don't know like i i more so view it now as like yes there are periods of of our lives in which we do have to break down that ego shell but it's not so much about like to at least this is the way i view it it's not so much about like i'm gonna separate myself from that for forever it's more about i want to change myself i don't like certain things that I do. I don't like certain thought patterns that I have, or I don't like the fact that I immediately go into uh, catastrophizing everything um, all of the time. Like, I don't like these things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to break this down so that I can rebuild it in a way that I like it, in a way that I want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I've started to view it in a way. Yeah, and it's like, almost like you get out of the ego in a, like a meditative sense to see things more objectively and right. to analyze yourself from like a different point of view. Yeah. But then you go right back to being that person. Right. Um, absolutely. And of course, like you learn things and you practice changing things, but, and that's the other, I mean, there's a whole neurochemical thing that happens in your brain when it comes to like changing your thought pattern. So mm -hmm. I mean, when, when it comes to shadow work, like it's never going to be immediate. It will always be oh, yeah. trial and error and going back and forth and back and forth. And um, I wish that was discussed more as well. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why I just thought of this, but you know how like um, a lot of like religious specifically, again, fundamentalist Christianity, because that's what I have experience with. I don't know if this is the same in Catholicism or not, um, but I also see it playing out within like the new age thing too. When it comes to like mental health things, like there's so much stigma, not only around like therapy, but also like medications mm -hmm. for mental health. Like, I don't know. I remember, I don't even remember who it was that she was talking about, but I remember one time a family member was talking about somebody and they were like, yeah, they're on medication for like some kind of mental health thing and mm -hmm. just said it in like this very like, Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so much stigma there. I mean, obviously there's a lot of layers to that. You know, there's a lot of layers to that. Mm -hmm. But I almost wonder if that has some component to it because it's it is this very like I don't know, like American like pull yourself up from your bootstraps. You can do it and if you can't then you're just a wuss like Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's there's so many different conversations to be had when it comes to like drugs and mental health, because there is a valid like I don't trust the FDA type stance, right, which yeah. I don't I'm not like I don't know where I stand on that. I haven't given it a full range of thinking yet, right. but right. I totally understand that as like a rational like thought process. Um, however, the so I do definitely see that in Christianity, not that it's taught as like a Christian teaching, but that for whatever right. reason, a it's lot of thing, <laughs> a lot of Christians have this idea and actually just a lot of boomers in general do. And so I wonder if it's more generational and less yeah. religious based, but there is definitely this concept of like, if you need any assistance, 
there's something wrong with you. Like, right. why is Jesus not helping you? Like, that's, right. that's What's sort of the implication. getting in the way mm-hmm. of yeah. Jesus swooping in and, and fixing this for you. Like, there's yeah. something that you're doing on purpose, actually, not something that's caused by your mental health issues or just, right. you know, being a human. Um, it, it's actually something that you're doing on purpose that's causing mm-hmm. all of these problems to happen mm-hmm. for you. Or, I mean, look, if you have crippling depression, man, I just go to church because I think that'll fix it. You know, oh, yeah. I think if, you you just, know. if you just sit in a pew, in a hard pew and listen to a guy that is a really bad public speaker drone on and on about a book that was written centuries ago that really makes no coherent sense. I think yes. that should cure your depression pretty quickly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. BT Dubs, have you seen Midnight Mass? Yeah, it's so fucking good. I love it so much. Oh my let's God. do let's do a show review of Midnight Mass in October because I think um, I got a lot to say about Midnight Mass, and I think we could have I, a lot of fun talking about it. My second slide that I had written down is in working with sort of warrior battle gods and goddesses mm-hmm. and the concept of bravely facing what's in front of you. And this yeah. has been really, really big when it comes to my relationship with the Morrigan. And it's also why I struggled for so long on calling myself spiritual or calling myself a witch because they felt very different for me because I was basing my concept of spirituality on the new age, on love and light concepts. And so I, yep. I, when I thought thought spirituality meant like high vibes, Mm -hmm. I was working with the Morrigan and having her like really intensely force me to look at stuff and confront it and not leave me alone until I did. And I was like, well, this, this isn't spiritual. This is witchcraft. Like I felt the need to distinguish between the two when in reality, no, it's actually not genuinely spiritual to ignore things and to pretend that everything is high vibe all the time. Um, So anyway, I'm past that. That was definitely like a tense thing for me. How long did that, how long did that go on for? Oh, gosh, I'm losing track of time. I feel like it was a 2016 until like maybe 2019 or 2020. So it was a long time. Yeah, I kept going back and forth between do I call myself a witch or do I call myself spiritual? Yeah. Um, And I'm past that now because they're, yeah. But going back to like the Morgan, like it's nine times out of 10, her challenges for me or her tests for me aren't what I do. It's just that I face it, that I face right. the problem, that I don't yeah. shy away from looking at the thing that she wants me to look at. Yeah. Um, and it's also really, really, really tough to identify a shadow and have that moment with yourself, that epiphany, maybe you implement changes, you practice, and then some time goes by and the same damn thing keeps coming back up. And it's yeah. demoralizing and frustrating. And I think like a really big learning moment for me with her was where she was like, why, why do you think that you're going to transcend all of this by like next year? Like why, why do you have that in your head that all you have to do is identify it and then you're good to go? Like there's so much repetition and redoing the way that your literal brain is built. Like you have to undo and then redo that. And she's kind of like, you'll be super old and gray before you ever (laughs) even get close so just strap in for the long haul yeah, and, and just, you know, confront things bravely, but also understand that you're probably never going to get to a done status and that shouldn't yeah. even be the goal. Yeah. You're not a turkey. Okay. 
Yeah. Like right? she's not just going to be done yeah. when the timer goes off. Mm -hmm. Um, so, okay. So I love that you brought that up because I recently kind of had a little spiritual identity crisis. Um, and it's so funny to me because I talked about this a little bit in as we're filming this, but it probably won't be, well, no, it'll be the most recent video that I put on my channel, but I talked about this a little bit in that video, but I recently had an experience with the Morgan and I've been working with her, um, some, and it's been, and I just looked at the thing and it's four, 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 of course. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. My goal of converting everyone to worshiping the Morgan, I'm one person down coming for everyone. Next. <laughs> I'm just kidding. For legal reasons, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, I don't even know, man. Where was I going with that? Oh, um, so the the whole identity thing. She, it's funny because she showed up like the night, or maybe it was like the night after I had made and posted a video, like officially claiming that yes, I am a witch. And then mm -hmm. she comes in. And then it's like, okay, I guess this is like a thing now. And like, I am still like, I don't know what I believe religiously, Yeah. but honestly, and I feel icky when I say that, honestly, because something that she is like throwing in my face <laughs> is like that I don't need religion. Mm -hmm. And like, that was... I don't know, like, it's almost kind of a shadowy thing, like, for me to, like, you've said, too, like, to call yourself spiritual or to call yourself a witch, like, I kind of had that, too, of, like, do I call myself a witch? Do I call myself Hindu? Do I call myself a Shakta? Do I call myself Hindu witch? Like, what, what is it? What am I? Yep. And it's, like, I don't need, like, an outside thing to tell me, like, what I am or to mm -hmm. tell me what I should be or or what I shouldn't be for that matter. And I will say not to interrupt you but like yeah. you can you can worship a god and work with a god and not be in a religion. I know oh, yeah, that, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about okay witchcraft is the stuff you do and then the gods are your religion. And I'm over here like ah uh, I mean you can worship the gods in a context of a religion but to, yeah. to me a religion is a group like a grouping right. of people that believe things and do things in a similar way so like if I was like Irish pagan that would be like a religion right right a, a difficult one to reconstruct from from time but but I'm not Irish pagan um, I am not, I am not affiliated with any religion, but yeah. I worship the Morrigan. So like, you right. don't have to, you don't have to have these relationships in the confinement of a religion, right. um, which was definitely, it definitely is like a confusing thing or like a thing that I was like, oh, once I figured that out, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh -huh, okay. Well, that kind of, that kind of ties in with, um, what we were talking about with Christian witchcraft before. Oh Yeah. Too. Yeah, Izzy texted me earlier today asking my thoughts on Christian witchcraft. And I do think it does slot interestingly into this topic. Also, I kind of just want to talk about it in general. Um, and so Izzy had texted me and asked me like what my thoughts are on Christian witchcraft and like, you know, all that. And I think there's two different conversations about Christian witchcraft. Should it be allowed? And like, and then what do I think about it? And my default when it comes to all religious freedom is absolutely it should be allowed. Do your thing. And like, I'm not going to get in the way of you being able to do your thing. Right. However, I don't like it. It's weird yeah. to me. Um, now, 
witches that worship Jesus, I get, I totally yeah. get. In fact, exactly. I'm kind of even into that myself. Right. But, but calling yourself a Christian to me means that you're a part of that organization. Right. And I'll specifically in America, because I guess it could be different in other parts of the world. But in America, the organization of Christianity has just done so many and continues to do so many fucked up things that you really have to be engaged in quite a bit of spiritual bypassing to ignore those things, in my opinion. And I think Izzy and I have talked about that extensively on this channel in terms of like, what do I mean by really fucked up things? Like, watch all of our other episodes. There's a lot. Um, and I don't just mean like doing things that I disagree with personally. I mean, like really abusive manipulative, disgusting, uh, spiritually manipulative things as well. So that's yeah. where I stand on that. I don't, again, I will, what supersedes my personal opinion on things is that I will always fight for people's individual freedoms to literally do, unless they're not hurting, you know, not hurting other right. people, but to do and believe and practice whatever the hell works for you. Like that right. supersedes any other thing that I, I feel or believe. Yeah, um, absolutely. Again, as soon as long as you're not harming others, uh, that's an right. important caveat. But, yeah. But my yeah, problem, I, like my problem with this, the Christian witchcraft is that it's, I don't mean this in terms of like people practicing it, but I mean it in terms of what is in the, the Bible, which is what Christianity is based off of. It's not a thing. Like yeah. it's not real. Mm -hmm. Like the Bible literally tells its followers christians to like kill witches yeah like it's not and gay people of course you know like don't you know that they hate you it's kind of like when you would see stories from the olden times when like minorities would join the kkk and you're kind of like ah. you guys know they don't like you right yeah yeah and like i just don't i don't get it like like you said i totally understand and i can get on board with like if you are a witch who like worships Jesus or something, mm -hmm. or I know like within some traditions, like um, hoodoo, for instance, like they'll use language from Christianity. Like they might use some of the Psalms as like spells or something, or they'll, um, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I, I mean, I don't know that much about it, but from what I do know about it, like they'll also say things like, instead of like, so mode it be like, they might say, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as like mm -hmm. a ending thing to a ritual or whatever. And like those things are, that's like one thing. But to me, it just seems very like, I don't know. It, it just seems strange and I don't get it. Like, I just have to say that. I really don't yeah. understand it. When I it starts to become like a problem for me though, and when it really starts to piss me off is when people will use it as use like their own anecdotal existence as a Christian witch to point at me and tell me that my experiences and perspectives are incorrect. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. when it pisses me off because I would I never do it. that to them. I'm not saying that your practices are invalid. I'm just saying that according to the book that you claim to follow, you should not be doing what you're doing. Like, mm -hmm. And that's just the fact. Like, I'm sorry, but facts are facts. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I think the other thing is, is that maybe it's, maybe it comes down to a, a discrepancy in definition, right? Because Jesus, in my opinion, does not belong to Christianity. 
books of the Bible don't belong to Christianity. Rosaries don't belong to Christianity. You know, Psalms don't belong to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like, for, and, and it might be weird for me to say that, but what I mean by that is they're not the only group that's allowed to use those things. Right. Yeah. They might it's be the not ones a closed that, practice at right. all. <laughs> they're, they might be the ones that um that popularized it or in some cases even created it but you you can take it and do it over here in your witchcraft practice you can worship jesus you can read the bible you can have a rosary and still not be a christian because to me and again maybe i'm just being a stickler or like maybe i'm being ridiculous but to me saying i am a christian means i'm a part of their group which means i condone the shit they're doing which means i'm one of them and it, for me, that's just a bold thing to say about Christianity, be, again, given the fact that they've done a lot of fucked up things. Yeah. And, like, I don't have the perfect answer, and I keep saying this in every episode, but, like, I just genuinely really wish that there that there would be an uprising of people that love Jesus that either, A, radically transform Christianity to actually reflect worshiping him, or, B, start their own damn religion. Because... Yeah. It's just, it's so overwhelmingly not Jesus focused as a group that it's confusing to me when a couple of one-off people who love Jesus and are actually following his teachings say, no, I'm so sorry you had a bad experience. I'm like, me and literally everyone else in my generation has had a bad experience. Like the number of people that have only ever had a Jesus-centered experience with Christianity is so minuscule. You're so the minority that why do you even belong to the group? Right. Start your own. Like just literally start your own. Yeah. I totally agree. And that's like, Because that's always what they say, right? When, like, you tell them, like, somebody asks, you know, why aren't you Christian or whatever, or comments on one of my videos in in response to why I said that. And you tell them all of these terrible things that happened to you within Christianity and that were condoned and all the ways that your feelings were invalidated and spiritually bypassed. And then people who were literally being abusive just got a free check a a free pass because they prayed to God one Mm -hmm. time and were forgiven, supposedly. Um, You tell them about all of that. And then they're like, well, that's not Christianity. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is it, man? Yeah. Like, pick a goddamn lane. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't have it both ways of saying, like, you know, God loves everybody, but also God said to kill gay people. Like, those two things are not there it's not you can't do it like i i don't even know i'm getting like super pissed off and i can't even talk no (laughs) i i think you're totally totally on the correct page i also just lost my train of thought hold on maybe that's the morgan (laughs) being like you guys are losing the plot yeah i think so one thing i wanted to say and to the audience i apologize if this is disjointed because we both lost our train of thought and now i'm just back on my train of thought um so when it comes to the concept of christian witches and just Christians in general that genuinely want to worship Jesus. It is not, I'm not saying that you're literally held responsible for the behavior of everyone. What I'm saying is try to objectively look at the concept of Christianity as a whole. And again, I'm speaking about America specifically. Look at the overwhelming trends and the overwhelming majority, and then ask yourself if that's a group of people that you want to belong to. 
And right. I understand there are going to be some good churches in the world. There are good, I know Unitarian churches are apparently excellent. And there's going to be some groups of Christians that love Jesus, worship Jesus, and represent Jesus well. That's great. You guys should start your own thing because the label that you're using is not accurately reflecting that. And it's yeah. it's a concept of like weighing the scales of, is it worth it for me to participate in this organization? Because the other reality is, is that whether you like it or not, if you say you're a Christian, you're giving power to that concept because you're adding to its numbers. And the more numbers an organization has, the more power it has. And so this was always my thing with with Catholicism specifically. And the, I'm not going to say the word because YouTube, but the whole I don't even think I can say the abuse word. What can I say on YouTube? Fuck it. The whole abuse scandals within the Catholic church. My whole thing was because a lot of my family members would say, oh, well, you know, like this church is a good one. And it's just, you know, a couple bad apples. My thing is, first of all, not a couple bad apples. I don't, that's some spiritual bypassing. Pay attention. A lot of fucking bad apples and bad apples up at the top of your leadership. But then also it becomes, you hit a certain point where Mm, this is no longer a minority problem. This is a majority problem. And I need to get the fuck out of here. Not that the beliefs are bad. I mean, I do think they are, but sure, fine. Okay, not that the beliefs are bad, not that the God is bad, not that any of that, but you are giving your money and your time and your energy to a group of people. And if that group is led by someone doing some fucked up things, leave because you're helping them get away with it. That's my thing. Absolutely. I totally agree. All right, let's go back to what you were going to say. Yeah. So circling back to, we were talking about, you know, working with warrior gods and bravely facing things instead of running away from them. And literally when I, when I tell you that like so much has happened and like changed just like internally since the Morrigan showed up, it's like, it's literally insane. Like it's, it's literally insane. And so I was on the fence for the longest time of like, if I wanted to go back to school because of like, there's like a whole lot of things, you know, there's, there's a lot of barriers to just education in general for me, because it is, it's a sore spot, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a sore spot of mine. Um, For those listening, if you don't know, I grew up, like I said, fundamentalist Christian. And then I was, I went to a Christian private school until like sixth grade. And then I was homeschooled in air quotes um, from like sixth grade onward and then shoved into community college with like no understanding of how to do basic algebra. <laughs> so that was, I mean, that it makes was you feel any better. I had top of the line Catholic education. I still had no idea how to do algebra. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me feel better. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, it, it's a sore spot for me, you know? And so the idea of going back to school and like subjecting myself to that again and doing like, actual like actual college Mm -hmm. like because when I went back when I went back to school quote unquote for massage school for instance it wasn't like college like I didn't have like math and I didn't have like multiple classes and multiple teachers that I had to balance and like do all of these things it was just like you show up you learn the stuff you do your labs which is just you know 
basically practicing massaging on people and then that's that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I was more comfortable doing that type of thing in that type of educational setting. I mean, it was educational, but you know what I mean? Last night, again, my husband and I were literally just talking about this last night. He asked me like, well, what school do you want to go to? And I was like, I'll probably just do this like online school thing. And he was Mm -hmm. like, well, when we move, like you can go to like the state school. It's like super close by. And like, you can have like a state school bachelor's degree. And I'm just like, immediately, my immediate reaction was to like, recoil and be like, no, (laughs) I don't want to do that because it's too big. It's too much. Like I, like I could never, you know, type of thing. But literally ever since he said that to me last night, I feel Morgan being like, Hey, Mm -hmm. this is a thing that like, you have to, you have to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just like, I hate and love that feeling. I I spoke about this on my channel. Like I had that with my promotion too. That yeah. moment when you realize that she wants you to, but also because you do have free will, and right, you, so yeah. you also are like, oh fuck, you're right. I do. Yeah. But you, every part of you genuinely doesn't want to. It's not like a situation where you want to dye your hair a fun color, but right. you tell yourself you don't, but then your friend's like, no, you should do it. And you're like, okay, but it's way worse Cue than this. that <laughs> because you're literally like, I really, really, really don't want to do this. I know yeah. I'm signing myself up for a lot of stress and overwhelm. I'm sure I'll get depressed. I'm sure the change in my routine is going to fuck with me. Like, you know, you know what you're walking into and it's not going to be easy for a very long time, but you also have that feeling of like, oh, fuck, I do have to do this. Yep, absolutely. That's exactly what it is because it's like, I don't want to do it. Like Mm -hmm. I literally, I like the idea of just doing my online school and just like having, you know, maybe continuing to work for like a couple, two or three days a week and then just Mm -hmm. like going home and just being on my laptop and doing my Mm -hmm. thing. But it's like, no, like that's not, that's not what this is going to be. Well, I will, I will be willing to bet and knock on wood. And also it doesn't always work out this way, but in my experience, I bet something will happen on campus that is really significantly important to you and your life trajectory, trajectory, trajectory. (laughs) like you'll probably like just intuitively, like you'll probably meet someone that helps get you where you want to go or like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there is a reason beyond just the shadow and beyond the like pushing yourself to grow. Like that could be all it is. Mm -hmm. It could also be that you need to be there for a reason. Yeah, that's so true. So, so briefly, in the, on the topic of spiritual bypassing, I had written down a note, a question of do we owe society our attention? And what I meant about that specifically was in reference to specifically pe- when people say, oh, I don't watch the news anymore because that's low vibe or I don't pay attention to the bad things happening in the world because I'm a high vibe 5D person, right? I there's an interesting conversation to be having. We're not going to get we're not going to figure it out right here and now. But there is an interesting conversation to have between the two groups of people that say, I'm just ignoring it because it's low vibe versus the other group of people that say it's your job as a citizen to stay up to date and informed on everything that's happening. And where I personally and I'm curious to see where you fall on this, but where I personally land is that. I, because of my relationship with the Morgan and because of what her expectations are on me, I do have a feeling of duty and responsibility to staying informed and educated. Now, 
maybe yeah. not everything that happens because frankly right. some of the yeah. stuff that happens to us is just bullshit like drama but yeah. for the most part um paying attention to what's happening asking her her advice on what's happening staying engaged with it energetically i guess is a good way to say it so yeah. i do feel that sense of responsibility however i do think that everyone has their role to play in the times that we live in right now and there are some people who for whatever reason are unable to handle a lot of what's happening and if honestly if it's the best thing for you to tune things out who am i to say right. that you owe society your time right. and attention i still ultimately think ignoring things is not healthy and that if you are a spiritual person you should aim to being able to process things and be okay regardless but if you got to make that decision for yourself like i right. I definitely don't like the sort of moral high ground virtue signaling of like, well, I'm up to date because I'm a good citizen. Like, all right, calm yes. down with your Christian I, bullshit. I cannot like, stand that. <laughs> it's it's the it's the political version of religion again, which I think we we've talked about. But so no, the answer to the question is no. You don't owe society your attention. Um, I would just hope that the majority of us feel compelled to out of a sense of empathy and out of a sense of wanting to create a better world that we do stay engaged and that we do yeah. sort of feel that independent sense of desire to help and stay informed rather than a peer pressure or like a you're not a good person if you're not up to date on everything right like that's you know yeah absolutely i totally agree um i am kind of at this place where i'm I just recently, like within the last couple of months, started peeking my head out of the I don't want to watch the news anymore <laughs> hole that I had buried myself in for a long time, um, especially like with the whole Roe v. Wade situation like that was a big um, that was a big thing for me to. That was a big part of the reason I should say that I decided to do that. It was a very conscious decision of mine and it had to be a very conscious decision of mine. Um, and even now it's like, I'm very cautious about the, the places that I get my information from. I don't, I don't know. That, that is something that I think we, we do have to be cognizant of. But besides that, I think that it is important that we stay up to date on things just for the sole reason that like, Hey, this is our world that we live in. And like, we do have a responsibility, not necessarily to society, but we have a responsibility to ourselves to like, I don't know, like if you see something going on, whether it's in like the government or um, in like environmental things, if you see shit going down that you're like, hey, that's some shit. I don't think that we should be doing that. Right. Then like, how can you sit there and point fingers when you haven't voted in 10 years, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about presidential elections. Okay. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. There's, there's other more important elections. <laughs> yeah. And I so. think, I think a lot of times stuff happens based on where the collective is at. Now, not always. And we do get manipulated a lot and that's something to consider, but it's this, sometimes people feel powerless to do anything. So why even bother knowing what's going on if you feel like you can't fix it? But societal consensus is very often what pushes us in certain directions. So if we're ignoring what's happening, it's very, very likely that you will be pushed into the consensus that is bullshit or that has been heavy, heavily right. manipulated. 
And what the consensus believes is very often what ends up happening. So even if you don't do anything, or even like, I'm kind of in this weird spot where I'm like, I don't know who to vote for because all y'all suck. And I am going to make a video about that when we get closer to November. But it's not just about the actions that you take. It's the subtle things. It's the, when something happens, what do you post on Facebook about it? Not that, right. not that you have to get it perfect or that like the Absolutely world hinges on, on what you say, <laughs> but it's, it's adding to the collective consensus on issues. And again, yep. add to the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And when people see a, a consensus forming, they very often will join that with having done very little research. So yeah. I would love to create a natural consensus that is based on fact and based on like weeding out manipulation as much as possible but we can't do that if no one's paying attention to what's happening yeah absolutely i totally agree let's get into the conspiracy theory i'll let you start okay so like i kind of said in the beginning my belief system around this whole thing and like why i personally think that spiritual bypassing is like a problem it's like it's like, yeah, it's cringy and it's annoying and all of that. But like the reason why I believe it's an actual literal problem is because if we are avoiding confronting things that, you know, frighten us or if we are avoiding like personal shadows that we have, ancestral shadows even, like if we're avoiding that all of the time, then we're avoiding our own personal evolution and therefore, we're also hindering the evolution of the collective because I do believe, I mean, I don't necessarily know if I believe that we're all like literally one like giant soul thing. I don't know about that, but we are all connected. And I really do believe that if we all are just bypassing our problems all of the time, then we're not only hindering ourselves, we're hindering whatever it is that we are supposed to be doing here. Like we're yes. literally getting in the way of, of that, mm-hmm. whether you call it evolution, ascension, whatever, Atlantis, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I just think it's getting in the way of that. And it's, it makes me think back to what we were talking about, how like, what is the Christian God? Like, what is it? Yes. What is it? And what is its purpose for doing the things that it's doing? Now, we did get a comment recently, and I I can't remember who said it, so apologies, but somebody had commented and said that, you know, maybe we shouldn't refer to this entity as like Yahweh or whatever, because that is a name that I guess I guess Jews use that as well, like yep. currently. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know, but like that—that that is one of the names that is used in the Bible. So that's kind of why it was the default. But there's a ton of other names that is used to describe this one being, and it's actually—if you look at the like, I, there was a word I was trying to say, but I forgot about it. <laughs> um, if you look at like the history of it, like of the language and the translation, like it is literally talking about different gods, but then it's been like conflated to talk about one. Yeah. So. I don't know, but whatever it is, it being the spirit behind authoritarianism, not just Christianity, but like all convoluted, abusive authoritarianism, tyranny, basically. Like, I really do believe that there is something out there that wants us to do that, that wants us to only be like positive vibes only. Meanwhile, there's like 
rotten shit sitting inside of us yes. that is just continuing mm -hmm. to to spoil like yeah because if we create a society where the best spiritual thing you can do is only think happy thoughts you're ignoring a lot of fucked up shit and when you ignore something you allow it to fester um spiritual bypassing is just the glamorization of ignorance like you're absolutely you're taking a concept that we have all pretty much collectively agreed is not a great idea that being ignorance and you've put a cute little spin on it um and you've made it like something to aspire towards and it's not a good idea like ignorance is not bliss ignorance is temporary bliss and that allows authoritarian regimes and, and our conspiracy theory authoritarian entities to swoop right on in when you're not paying attention when your head is buried under the sand and to take over i just remembered something that i wrote um a few months back and i was seeing if i could find it but i can't but basically it was like a it was like a channeling that i did um and i'm pretty sure it was with kali if i remember correctly but it was basically like talking about that like talking about how you you buy the salad but then you leave it in the fridge and you don't eat it and you open the fridge every time and you look at the salad and it makes you feel guilty because you're like i should be eating salad instead of eating out all the time i have all this food in my fridge that i don't eat and it just gives you this guilt this guilty feeling that just festers inside of you mm -hmm. and builds upon itself because you're not actively changing anything you're just sitting there staring at it and meanwhile the food in the fridge is literally wilting and mm -hmm. rotting and spoiling yeah. and our shadows are like the same way like we have these things and by the way shadows can be quote unquote good things they don't always have to be these like terrible deep dark secrets that we have about ourselves or things that you know we were conditioned to believe like as children and all of that like it can be good things like for instance with me like something I'm trying to work through is like the way that I feel towards like my musical hobbies, because that was a big thing that was like really exploited by the church mm -hmm. um, for me. And so I, <laughs> I didn't touch my guitar for like five years and Aww. I just recently started playing again and it's really like emotional and it's it's like a thing you know and so shadows don't always have to be like oh i need to stop doing this i need mm -hmm. to blah 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 like that's what the process of integration is it's like looking at yourself holistically and being like okay there are things that i want to do that i'm not doing so let me why am i not doing these things yep why like what beliefs do i have about myself or the world that is causing me to think that you know mm -hmm. um anyway <laughs> i also i think that's a really great point that you brought up and i also think that and I've, i i have yet to be proven wrong about this but i'm hesitant to say that this is definitively how the universe works but mm -hmm. i do believe that everything everything that happens in the collective is happening in you also and i think yeah. shadows can take different forms but they can have the same roots so like yeah, again absolutely. going back to going back to the example of like the people that don't watch the news right mm -hmm. um and again i'm not talking about like occasionally not watching news i mean like just genuinely like i can't even right high vibes um yeah. The, the things that are happening out there might be really extreme examples, 
of a common shadow that you also have. Yeah. And the reason I think that is because, I mean, thinking about the concept of reincarnation, collective consciousness, and the idea of ascension and vibrations, I just, the spiritual community loves to say that you experience things that you attract. You, right. like, like attracts like. Your vibration attracts more of the same thing. So it then works the opposite way also, where if something is in your reality, and yes, the world is your reality, even if you pretend it's not, if something's happening in your reality, it's in you. You're you're causing yeah. it on some level. And yeah. so where spiritual bypassing becomes a really, really big problem beyond just you're more easy to manipulate and control because you're not paying attention you're still adding to the collective shadow and yeah. you've convinced yourself that you're not because you're only thinking happy thoughts. Yeah. And my question becomes, how the hell do we ever fix some of these really, really big issues if we've got half the population over here who, because they're Christian, that makes them a good person. So they have nothing that they need to improve on because they're great people. And the other half of the people are over here like, listen, I'm just going to think love and light all the time. Mm -hmm. How yeah. the hell are we going to fix anything if everyone is saying, it's not me, it's them. I'm high vibe. Yeah. I'm Jesus. It's not them. How the hell are we going to fix this? Because yeah. it's all of us. And this unwillingness to admit how you, the worst things in society are in you also, like that's, that's if we don't if we can't admit that to ourselves you don't have to admit to anyone else but if you can't even admit <laughs> that to yourself how how are we going to fix these things yeah that's where i get frustrated i'm a very solutions oriented person to the point where like i can sometimes be a little blunt like sometimes at work i have to be like i'm not trying to assign blame i'm just trying to get to the <laughs> bottom of this because genuinely it's not it's real i know everything i just said kind of makes me sound like i'm blaming the world's problems on all of us but mm -hmm. it's not about blame and shame right. it's about if you can't even identify the problem we're never going to fix it we'll just yeah. never fix it yeah yeah i a thousand percent agree and yeah i mean because you can look at it from the perspective of like spiritually you know we're inhibiting the collective's growth and evolution and, and ascension or whatever but just like from a physical earthly level as well like we're just continuing to perpetuate the same bullshit over and over yes. and over and over again. Um, unless if we decide to do something differently. And I think that that's what it boils down to, right? Because if you're not looking at a thing, if you're pretending that it's not real, or if you're just purposefully ignoring it because it doesn't make you feel good, then how can you consciously change it? Like mm -hmm. if you're not paying attention to it, then like, how are you going to be able to like make an informed choice? Yeah. Just, I, I feel like it really comes down to that, like making an informed decision on things. Like mm -hmm. for instance, like with voting elections come around, you know, everyone is always talking about like this candidate and that candidate, this candidate is great because of X, Y, Z, this candidate is terrible because of X, Y, Z. And like, maybe, maybe what they're saying is true. But like, unless if you like listen to what they're saying and like actually apply your own like logic to what is being said and what is being presented to you, then like, how can you make an informed decision on who you want to vote for if mm -hmm. you're just listening to the hearsay or, if, you know, better yet, if you're just plugging your goddamn ears, mm -hmm. like this yeah. is too stressful. I don't want to deal with this. Then yes, I, I don't know. 
Um, no, you're totally right. And I do want, I am going to make a whole video. Maybe do a podcast episode on voting. Yeah. Uh, just voting. Like, why not? I know that doesn't sound yeah. like a witchcraft thing, but I do have a lot of like lessons and stuff that the Morgan has been kind of like poking at me about. So maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I get the fatigue, like the collective fatigue. I totally get it. And I totally empathize with it. Yeah, I just same. keep coming back to if if the the source of every problem in the world is them and you're pointing outward but everyone's doing that because everyone is doing that then the, no one is accepting blame no one is seeing their own shortcomings and it's just yeah. i i always keep coming back to it's we're never we will never fix it and going back to our conspiracy theory i think this is why humanity has been very, very fucking cyclical, right? Where we yeah. go through periods of great, you know, enlightenment and understanding and societal changes. And then we plunge ourselves right back into the dark ages and why that, that cycle, no matter how technologically advanced, no matter how smart we keep getting, we keep ending up in that cycle of like, you know, revolution change, good stuff. And then all oh, back in the dark ages. And yeah, and I see it happening again. Like that's the essence of tower time, which is also why I'm, I laugh when people talk about how we're, we're almost in 5d. I'm like, girl, not even close. But okay. <laughs> um, but I think that's why we keep plunging ourselves into the cycle is, is because there's this entity, this God, if you will, behind the concept of authoritarianism that is convincing its followers being Christians. And now again, as we've discussed, <laughs> the new age is kind of, as Christianity is becoming less popular, the new age is becoming the new thing that this thing is behind. Yeah. It keeps convincing its followers that if you just, just pray and if you just think happy thoughts that everything will be fine. It, it's manipulation. Like it sounds incredibly, incredibly manipulative. And yep. it's blatantly obvious that something wants you to not pay attention. Yep. Something wants you to feel so overwhelmed about the news that you just can't even. Something wants you to convince yourself that the most spiritual thing you can do is to ignore all the things that make you feel bad. Yep. Something is profiting from that, be it financially or spiritually. Something something is getting a kickback from you refusing to look at the ugly parts of the world. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, it's just like literally like what um what's that asshole's name warren jeffs yeah he would say like oh keep sweet you know keep sweet mm -hmm. pray obey and everything will be fine and that's literally like i know it's not Lamps i mean it kind water. of is but like it, it's just like yeah yeah I, it's, la it's lambs to the slaughter that's one of the channeled messages that i did several weeks ago was that was that message that overarching and i'm gonna bring this up now too it's interesting because the lamb of god right like what yeah. why why lambs why why do you need lambs because the the two things we have are lamb of god and lamb to the slaughter and what what do lambs do do lambs lead no they follow sheep lambs interchangeable doesn't matter but they follow why why do you want followers i don't yeah. i don't i I've, i will never to the day i die i will never understand the desire for someone to have a follower for me in my in my mind i'm like anyone that wants followers is up to something like I, oh, I yeah. don't, I don't like that. 
it's we're weird. talking we're talking followers in terms of like disciples yeah I do not like Instagram followers. I do think it's interesting that social media has chosen to call that followers because mm-hmm. I would I mean I personally wouldn't call it followers I YouTube calls it subscribers I think that makes more sense because yeah, you're subscribing to like an like a you know a normal like anyway an email newsletter or something yeah like that. I do think it's very strange that Instagram and Facebook chose to call it followers. Like that's weird. But you know, okay. the, the conspiracy, the plot thickens. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I think we'll continue to explore what this thing is. And on the note of calling it Yahweh, look, if you can't name something, you can't fight against it. That's where I stand on that. So going back, it's going back to Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> if you can't say the name, and so maybe it's not Yahweh. I think what that person was getting at is that it might be, you know, just looking at the history of humanity. Uh, there have been several times where groups have been really horrific towards Jewish people. And so I definitely understand that desire to be sensitive to that. I yeah. ultimately, I think that you can have a problem with a God and not the people that oh, follow yeah. it. Um yeah. And so that's kind of where I stand on that. I'll continue to call it Yahweh until I uncover something else. I do think it is older than that. And so I do think there is a name that's not Yahweh. But until we get there, I'm using Yahweh personally because I'm not using yeah. God because God implies all right. of the things it implies. And it's not it's right. not my God. It is, I don't not, like to, I don't like to yeah. call it God either because it's like it's not just like capital G God, like it's not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I I do find it interesting that um, that's the non-name name that Mm -hmm. they landed on to call it is just God. Because then anyone who doesn't follow God, but follows a different like lowercase God is like, it's just, it's strange. Again, it's like a superiority type of thing. And mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot to unpack. There, it but. feels very much like the concept of king, right? Where like every uh-huh. nation had a king. And then like, let's just like, oh my God, like what Hitler's goal was, right? Wasn't that Hitler's whole fucking thing? Is that he wanted to be ruler of the world? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, unless I just made that up. But I'm pretty sure that was his whole thing. <laughs> I think. But I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like the concept of like, if a king was like, nah, I'm the king. Like, that's what calling right. Yahweh God is. It's, yeah. first of all, I'm sorry, no. Like, there are a lot of gods. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there are. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely intentional and very propaganda. It yeah. lends itself well to propaganda to call yeah. yourself the one. And it you know? also just like, I have a lot of family members bless their hearts okay southern country little old ladies you know and they would just get their panties in a wad if you know (laughs) if they knew that i wasn't christian but they'll say they'll say things like well i don't know if he follows god i don't know if he even believes in god and it's just like (laughs) and it's just like i i don't know like you can't even explain to to people like that that like maybe he believes in a different god yeah or maybe the god you believe in is kind of an asshole like right can you yeah and then they're like yeah but he's god so you have to it's like there are other options Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah there are a lot of different gods and then you can also just be spiritual and not work with a god yeah yeah exactly yeah it's definitely yeah it's definitely a more immature version of religion 
or understanding of religion for sure all right guys so we will go ahead and wrap it up here again as we mentioned in the beginning if you liked today's episode please consider liking subscribing giving us a five-star review on all of the other podcasting platforms also merch will be linked down below also a great way to support us and the podcast um, and let us know that you like what we're doing here so um, that will do it for this week i have been one of your hostesses sarah and i've been your other hostess izzy Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.